I look after community engagement as well as public affairs for EDF Renewables. We're a developer of wind and solar farms. Primarily, we also develop battery energy storage. So we've been in Ireland since 2021. We have three operational solar farms in Wexford and Kilkenny. We're developing Codling Wind Farm, which will hopefully be Ireland's largest offshore wind farm off the coast of Wicklow. We also have announced plans for five onshore wind farms around the country, of which Seskin Wind Farm is, is one. That's why we're here in Carlow, to share our kind of detailed plans for what is a really exciting project for the county, and also to give people an opportunity to feedback on those plans. You know, we really want to hear what people think about them, any questions we can answer or any kind of concerns that we can we can address. We'll touch on those concerns in just a moment, but can you sum up the project at Seskin for us? Absolutely, yeah. So Seskin Wind Farm will be hopefully a seven turbine project. It's located to the northwest of the village of Old Lockton. And so as well as the wind turbines, you'll have a battery energy storage compound. You will have a substation and then you will have a grid connection that will take the wind energy generated from the wind farm connected into the national grid. And we estimate that the project will be circa 50 megawatts in capacity. And so what that means is the project will be capable of powering about 36,000 homes across Ireland. And obviously, you know, the really important thing about that is that the more onshore wind we generate, the more renewable energy we have in the system, the less we're reliant on fossil fuels, the cheaper you know, consumers can get their electricity, your listeners can get their electricity, the less Ireland is reliant on burning fossil fuels. As things stand, Ireland is spending about a million euro every hour on imported fossil fuels. And obviously, with you know, I think the effects of the climate crisis have been all around us in recent weeks, heat waves in, in Europe and now the fires in Hawaii. So projects like Seskin are really important for doing our bit to combat climate change and help achieve you know, the Irish government's targets when it comes to renewable energy. There's been something of an explosion of applications, not just from yourselves, but, but by other wind farm companies, I suppose, in particular across Carlow and Kilkenny, we've seen a lot go in. But there is a concern. Some people feel that this technology is now old, that these kind of turbines are not really feasible, you know, and they, they have a, a short shelf life. What, what would you say to address those concerns? Okay, yes, yeah, so I suppose when it comes to where we locate the turbines in the first instance, we're very much guided by a county's community development plan. And in this case, you know, the, the, the area was considered open to development. Mm. At that point, we look to consider, you know, what's the, the wind resource like at the site and what are the other kind of environmental factors that go into um, whether it's a viable site for a wind project. As I say, we're at the, the public exhibition and we intend to submit a planning application for the project by the end of the year. That planning application would be for the seven turbines for you know roughly 30 years. So this is a project that these turbines will you know stand the test of time and, and we would envision them generating that kind of renewable energy for, for 30 years. So I, I think the technology is is very proven at this stage. We're in a good position in, in Ireland where you know we've seen this technology in, in other European countries. We know it does what we need it to do to, as I say, you know, help in that fight against climate change and, um, you know, contribute to decarbonising Ireland's electricity supply. Some people concerned too that where they're going, their areas of natural beauty, flora and fauna and concerns for that continued growth and also health concerns too. Mm. Yeah, so alongside the planning application that we put in, we're required to submit what's called an environmental impact assessment report. 
and that contains very detailed information about all the studies we've done at the site to date. So we you know, account for all the flora, the fauna, the soil, uh, any nearby water courses, things like that. And all that information is being presented at the exhibition so people can, can see that, can ask any questions and can understand that. That uh, environmental report goes in alongside the planning application and we as a developer have to you know, show that we've accounted for these environmental factors and that the, the wind turbines won't significantly negatively impact on that. Otherwise, we, you know, we simply wouldn't get, wouldn't get the permission. And then health concerns that people might have. I, I've spoken to people in the past in, in areas where there are proposed wind farms and, and turbines set to be set up and, and they're concerned about the impact potentially of flicker on somebody who has epilepsy, say, for example, the sound, the noise of um, a turbine, um, some saying that, you know, they've got children with autism, that they don't think they'll react terribly well. How do you address those concerns? Yeah, so I I think we hear these concerns, you know, we get asked these questions quite a lot. When it comes to shadow flicker, under the government's draft wind energy guidelines, shadow flicker is no longer permitted for um, wind farms. So that's something that we can, you know, categorically rule out because in future, the turbines will be shut down so that shadow flicker simply won't occur. The same with noise, Ireland has now has some of the strictest noise regulations in Europe for turbines. So I think an awful lot of progress has been made on that front. And I think that's really important because it gives you know communities the confidence that these projects are going to make you know a net positive impact, not only in, in the local community, and that comes in the form of, of the community benefit fund that will be set up if the project receives planning application and is constructed that's something really positive that we can give back to the local community in the form of you know funding to go towards local initiatives and activities and things like that the turbines you reckon can stand for about 30 years what happens at that stage then when maybe you decide okay we don't need these anymore um does edf renewables do do you come in take them out or or what's the process yeah so at at the end um of the the 30 years if we're successful with our planning application we have permission to have those turbines in place for 30 years at the end of those 30 years you know we would look at either repowering the site or the turbines would be taken down if we were to look at repowering the site then obviously we have to go through a full planning application process again if people want to find out more about this particular um project where can you direct them yeah so um there's lots of information on our website which is www.edf-ore.ie if they go to the Seskin Wind Farm page there, they can see visit the virtual exhibition. All the same information is available on that webpage. It also has the contact details for a dedicated mailbox. So if they have any queries, please get in touch and we'll be happy to answer any of those queries. So it is possible to meet an actual live human being, a person, because sometimes there is a fear among people that they're dealing with a, a faceless company, shall we say, and some people find that quite difficult. We place a really great emphasis on community engagement and the importance of having a proper dialogue with communities. So we want people to to come to us with any concerns they have so we can properly address those. So yeah, absolutely, if anyone has any concerns, please do drop us an email or, or get in touch via the website. Just staying with that human kind of side of things, why did you decide to take a career with EDF Renewables? What was it about this industry that just appealed to you? Well, that's a good question. I suppose... Yeah, for me, it's, it's just a chance to have some impact on what really is the, you know, the, the biggest challenge of our times. I think everyone is very aware of both the climate crisis and the cost of living crisis. And wind energy in particular is one of the, the best tools we have at our disposal to 
decarbonize our electricity supply, make an impact in that struggle against climate change, and also, you know, make things better for consumers because everyone knows that the cost of electricity has never been higher. We're spending a million euro a day importing fossil fuels and really that that's not sustainable. So yeah, I, I just, um, I really enjoy playing what is a relatively small, small role in, in, in helping to fight those, those two challenges.